Welcome back to the Diamond Niner Fans Podcast for week five of the 2019 season. As always, this is Nick, joined by Kevin. What's up, Niner Nation? And producer Brad. What's up going on? Well, I don't know what I'm saying. Well, that was better than last week, I guess. <laughs> we are grateful to bring you yet another week of Charlotte 49ers baseball discussion. The Niners went 2-2 two and two this week and are now 10-9 and nine overall on the young season, including 2-1 and one in Conference USA play. The week began with a one run loss to highly ranked NC State in Uptown Charlotte and concluded with a road series win at Old Dominion. So the Niners are now two and one in Conference USA play. Not a bad week, Kevin. Yeah, pretty good week overall, especially to get a road Conference USA series win right yeah, off the bat. Nothing wrong with that. We'll get to that. All right, let's uh, let's quickly hit our keys of the week here. We'll talk about some of that action because there was quite a bit of it this weekend. Um, first of all, we want to send out a congratulations to the Fox family. Uh, SID Sean Fox and his wife have welcomed a baby boy to their family. Uh, some of you may have noticed that uh, we were deprived of hearing Sean on the road this week. Uh, and instead, just listen to ODU broadcasters, which is another story. Um, the reason for Sean's absence was, uh, well, he and his wife having a baby. And I guess you could say that Sean just had some more pressing matters on his hands. I'd say so, yes. I'd say so. Um, I will say, and I, I don't have your name. If you're listening out there, I'd give you a shout out. Uh, a student uh, filled in for Sean on the road as SID this week. And uh, whoever you are, um, you did a great job. Again, I'd give you a free plug, but. I don't know. I don't know your name. <laughs> yeah, he, he was doing all. Oh, they were all doing all the Twitter up. Yeah, I was gonna say he, she, you, <laughs> them, uh, whoever you are, uh, give it. Let us know who you are, and we'll mention it on the on the next broadcast. Um, so you did you did a good job this weekend, but um, definitely definitely miss having uh, having Sean to listen to to go with the pictures that we were streaming from from Norfolk. Most definitely, yeah. Congratulations to the to, the, to Sean and his family, and uh. uh can't wait to see uh new niner to Hayes. Yeah, with this this, this is the, the Charlotte 49ers. We we grow our fan base the old-fashioned way, man. <laughs> we we just we add them one at a time. All right, Kevin, let's get into this week's action. Uh we start off on on Tuesday night for once we had the weather cooperated. It was actually good weather. Uh and the uptown game at BB&T Ballpark, uh, the listed attendance was uh, just slightly over 4300. Yeah, a great uh great atmosphere. Um Got to get out and tailgate a little bit and see some folks, see some former players, and uh, had a good time before the game. Great, great ball game, uh, despite the outcome. But uh, yeah, it's a good, good, uh, a good night at Uptown. I thought the the crowd was uh, was. I don't know. I'm bad at estimating and stuff like this, but um, the the crowd was pretty evenly sp- split. Wouldn't you? When you say I, I don't know, it's, yeah, I, it's hard to tell. Um, you know, the red stands out a lot, but then we had the green that matched in with the seats. But yeah. Um, we definitely had a loud crowd there, and yeah. they were very uh, into the game and made it a great atmosphere for our players. And that was uh, uh, they were loud when they needed to be. Um, it's kind of unfortunate that that the ACC base basketball tournament was going on yeah. last week, right in the middle. And uh, well, it's and, just unfortunate that the ACC basketball tournament was going on in that's, town. That's you true. can just stop right there. Yeah. Well, they had a lot of their fans were in town for the tournament, and they said, "Oh, we'll stop by and see the yeah see the the baseball team." Um, but yeah, uh, end up losing a one run game. Uh, we led. Was seven innings of the games. Uh, was it four one? Four one. Yeah, we were leading four yeah. one after seven, 
Um, just couldn't close it out. Uh, NC State, they hadn't, they, they finally lost the game today. I think they were 19 and 0. Uh, they finally lost the game today, but, uh, they had bounced back quite a few times in the, in, during the season and, uh, when they were down and, um, they did it to us. So, uh, they're a good team. Um, we just couldn't close them out. I, I'll tell you this. Um, I think that the the mood we we were um, we were sitting down uh, behind home plate, so sort of more away from um, the, the the where the bulk of the Forty Nine er fans were sitting behind behind the first base dugout, and um, we were listening to a lot of uh, NC State chatter going back and forth, and the mood over that way changed pretty quick um, because I thought that they. They kind of came in, um, and, and let's let's just do a little bit of real talk here for a minute. Most of those folks that showed up don't follow their baseball team. They just were wearing red. Well, just, certainly the folks that were behind us did not follow their baseball team. Oh, the guy that was sitting behind us just found out that day they have baseball um, and that they were undefeated, and he put his hat on and bought a ticket. Um, but – the 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 attitude at the beginning of the game was oh yeah we're here we're state and we're we're kind of here to win because that's what we do but the 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 mood changed pretty quickly as as that game went on and when they when they took when they honestly when when they when they came back it was not so much celebration as it was relief yeah I would agree with that yeah it was a uh... Well, look at the way their look at the way their team erupted out of the dugout when they got the when they got that one run win. And we had you know we had yet at the plate uh, with a with a chance to tie it up. They they weren't they they were into that game. Yeah, yeah, and then, yeah. They had they, they had a bullpen day like just like we did, and uh, I didn't think their guys were overly impressive compared to ours during the, during that game. I, um, I mean, we said the same thing after the Clemson game. Uh, what? what we showed that we can be right there with, with the quote unquote brand name schools, right? Right. Yeah. We they're ranked. They were they were ranked top yeah. fifteen in the country. So, yeah. Um, yeah. It was a tough they're, loss, they're, but yeah, it was it was a tough loss. They're a good team. Uh, hate hate to lose lose a game like that, but yeah, we we played. We were having fun there for a little bit, weren't we? Yeah. Uh, the some people some folks are getting nervous. Oh, for sure. And I told well, one actually one of them was me because I mean I told you when there were six outs left, I, I said this is gonna be the this is gonna be the longest six outs we've had in a long time. Right. <laughs> I mean it was it was yeah it was getting bad. Yeah, taking a step back, it was a great great ball game, uh, exciting ball game to watch. If you didn't have a dog in the fight, it was it would, you would have loved it. And unfortunately, we didn't come up on the the right side of things at the end, but Hey, it was a good baseball game. Good college baseball atmosphere. Um, I think Lauren said he compared it to a regional type atmosphere yeah. um, or even an Omaha type atmosphere. And it was, it was great fun. stage. I mean that, that ballpark, that view, that setting, I mean, that's the, the, the things that they were able to do from a perspective of, I mean, really everything, the locker rooms they get access to and getting out there on that field and warming up and taking BP and all that stuff. I mean, you know, you can't beat that. Yeah, it's uh, it's a great place to play ball. That's for yeah, sure. It's absolutely, a good, place to, a good place to watch ball too. Yeah, and and you know, we'll, we'll, I'm sure we'll make some games uh, once the once the nights get started here pretty soon. But um, I, I will say, I, I, we we got some feedback, and and we talked to to more than a couple of people that um, maybe it sounds like, and and we experienced this a little bit ourselves as well. That um, maybe the the concession lines were were a little long, or I, I don't know what was going on, but they were. Yeah, I don't know if they had their full 
full staff um, that they normally would for night's games. But, yeah, a lot of stuff was closed, and, and I think a lot of uh, – maybe they weren't expecting that big of a crowd, but uh, they, they uh, built some long lines from what I heard. That that aspect of it did not did not really run smoothly. Maybe they weren't expecting a bigger crowd, than uh, a smaller crowd than what they got or something. But, but we have definitely seen – that's that aspect of the game handled much better by them. I mean, we've, we've, we've seen it, you know, and, and I, I don't know what, what the issue was, maybe a, a staffing thing or something, but yeah, we, we saw it, we got feedback about it and yeah, it was, yeah. it was a little, yeah. Yeah. Hopefully it's better uh, when the Clemson game and I guess a week and a half from now. So, yeah. So we'll see, we'll see how that changes going forward. Um, well, let's 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 leave that. <laughs> good, good gracious, let's leave that one in the in the past and, and move ahead because we've got much better stuff to talk about. Right. Um, we the the real important thing to do this week was to get conference play starting, get conference playoff on the right foot. So we we travel to Norfolk um, and uh, come out with with a series win two one over them and and um but still it, it was three games but i swear it, it it felt like it all happened on saturday well yeah and i mean it felt like we, we played about five games up there by the time it was over with yeah um series win uh series road win in conference to open up and um we kind of did uh shorthand a little bit shorthanded uh matt brooks mm-hmm. our normal friday starter um didn't pitch this weekend so Went with a rotation of um, Cooner, uh, Cooner on Friday, McGowan Saturday, and Pinkney on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, I thought Brooks was scheduled to start. I thought, but um, yeah, we that that's and we we've gotten some questions from from folks about what was going on with that, and we've we've put out some some limited feelers through our you know massive network of contacts. <laughs> no, they we they don't know. Really, yeah. <laughs> Nothing's been released on that, so uh, I don't want to speculate on anything. So yeah, we we um, just we we'd love to tell you something, but we don't know. So so anyway, we went with a uh, with that rotation for the weekend. Um, actually, Brooks did start on uh, Tuesday at DH. Yeah. <laughs> um, unfortunately, didn't get in that bat, but yeah, I can, we've seen that in the past from 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 the coaching staff. Yeah. They would they would sit the DH a pitcher in as DH um, as a kind of a placeholder, see how the game kind of flows. Which, I uh, think they ought to let Brooks take some hacks. Yeah, I mean, it used to be a shortstop, right? Yeah, yeah, let's do it. Anyway, back to the series. Um, <laughs> uh, Friday, Friday, they kind of did they did they move the game up a little? Yeah, they moved it up. Uh, what an hour? Yeah, three thirty uh, start. Yeah, they, they moved it up. Well, yeah, so they they moved it up several hours um, from six to three thirty. You're right. So they moved it up. Uh, or no, was it six to three? Yeah, he just started at three. They moved it up because they knew weather was coming. Right. Yeah. And and it did come. Yeah, we um their starter, ODU starter, he had a like point three five ERA and we jumped on yeah. him for like four in the first or, or four in the first two innings. Uh, we pretty much blew up his ERA in yeah. in the first inning. Our bats our bats kinda came alive uh this weekend uh, overall. Um and their offense kinda matched it. They matched uh Back and forth, back and forth, and then finally, um, we got a big rain delay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think what was the inning? We were in the seventh or eighth inning. Yeah, seventh. So we had runners on first and second uh, with no outs. And they finally called a rain delay. No, I'm sorry, that was the eighth. Eighth, right. inning. eighth, eighth inning. Eighth inning. You're right. They finally called it a, a rain delay. So this game, it had been raining since the seventh inning at yeah. least. Yeah. So 
this game was to be continued next day at two o'clock in the position that uh, the runners were in and the batter and all that stuff. So we, yeah, had to wait several hours to complete the first game. And uh, I, that was weird because, you know, we're just, we're just watching online like, like everybody else. Uh, but when, when you can see the rain on TV, it's raining. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Especially through the net there. Well, and and when they showed when they would show like some field level shots, like I remember they showed um they they showed the runners or they showed first base and I just remember seeing Simmons over there and he's got his 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 coach's windbreaker on and that thing is just he's just soaking wet. I mean, he couldn't have been any more wet. This was not a mist falling. This was like a downpour. And I'm like, why are we playing? And then at least once, the umpires even got together and talked about, like they were thinking about, you know, stopping it. But then they didn't. <laughs> Just kept playing. So the umps finally stopped the game, postponed it to the next day. You got to start back at 2 o'clock. Run up the first and second. Nobody out. Um we get over gets on base a single and then yet comes up bases loaded we we'll go from down one to, to up one he drives into uh end up piling on for that inning uh for some insurance and uh get the big the big victory it only took 23 hours but we got the victory uh 11 8 and game one that's got to just be a weird scenario for for everybody involved to to um uh, the layover. So you got, you know, every, you know, both teams are going to be going different pitchers. Um, you got to sort of reset your mindset. Uh, you're starting out the game, so to speak, with runners on base. It's it's like a minor league baseball game. Uh, you know, yeah, that's <laughs> extra innings, yeah, and extra innings. Um, and and so a lot. Well, I guess what I'm really trying to say here is that takes a lot of mental. That's got to take a lot of mental toughness to just step back into a game like that and to to be on at the right. beginning. You know, just yeah, and. It, and it's got to take a lot out of you too. If you have a lead and then you all of a sudden blow it, and it's only a two inning game at yeah. that point. So, um, big time uh, effort from our guys. Uh, Colby Bruce came in you know, after that huge delay and, and got the, got the job done. Yeah, uh, ended up picking up a save and Polinkis got the W in that game. So, um, good effort from for those two innings. Um, and then then we we take forty five minutes off <laughs> and play again. That's right. Yeah, and uh, same type of game really. Um, Back and forth, uh, another crazy game. It gets what thirteen inning game. Um, uh, I, I that game we just kept the the back and forth, and then when we got into the extra innings, um, every time it looked like somebody was about to do something, it, it didn't. Right. And it, it, it was just crazy. It was just like at some point you just you get into those games and you're just sitting there watching it going. How much longer can this go? <laughs> you know, can can this game end is one one question, and can it end in our favor is a whole nother question. I'm looking at it here now. It's it, the game lasted four hours and forty four minutes. So yeah, thirteen innings. Uh, add on to the two we played earlier, so that what fifteen innings of, of baseball. Yeah. Um, another great effort by our guys. Uh, I think McGowan got a start in that game. He pitched pretty well, I thought. And mm-hmm. um, back and forth. I mean, we scored runs. They scored runs. Uh, I think they jumped on us, and then we jumped back. So, um, 
sort of the I think the big um, the, the the bats doing what they needed to do was was huge, but um, it was sort of a, a big um, redemption opportunity for Shanskowski. Um, he he got roughed up a little bit at at BB&T against State, uh, and then he comes in and and pitches was it five five point one innings yeah, five and a third yeah of, of one hit ball. Right in the yeah. middle of that, I think he went from like the seventh to the twelfth or something like that. Yeah. Um, just just comes in, lights out to essentially deny Old Dominion any chance of winning that ball game. Right? Yeah, uh, great way to bounce back. Um, that's, that's his longest outing as a Niner. So yeah, uh, hats off to Shansowski. and um, I think we. We stayed in the game. Our pitchers kept us in the game. Offense kept us in the game. So uh, all around, all around weekend, it was a team effort. I thought we we when we needed runs, we got runs. When we needed outs, we got outs. And then we got to got to give major shout out. Talking game two here to uh, to Whitley coming in pinch hitter and and comes up big in the clutch and delivers the delivers the hit to to bring in the game winner run. That's right. Yeah, we we tried a lot of uh, different pinch hitting scenarios during that game and. Um, some worked out, some didn't, but uh, this one definitely worked out. Um, got the game winner, and uh, I mean Haney. Haney had a good uh, at bat to get that game tied to put it in yeah. extra. So, um, I, I, it, you can mention the whole, the whole team really. Oh gosh, I mean, every, so many guys did so many things this weekend. Beating out, um, you know, beating out throws, hustling down the line, doing making making def, you know huge defensive plays. Um, just it was just just crazy. The 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 way the the style of play this weekend yeah. it was very uh but that's conference that's conference play right. this was this was not i don't want to say this 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 was not beautiful baseball right necessarily but this was this was knock them down drag them out yeah <laughs> it wasn't a, conference it wasn't, usa baseball it's not two one there's not two one games and all that like that it's not a pitcher's duel it's a offensive uh battle back and forth um like I said, you, when you need a big pitch, you guys stepped up. When you need a big hit, the guys stepped up. So, um, yeah, you mentioned uh, great defensive plays. I, it reminded me of a uh, uh, game one when Patrick Wheeler had a great defensive play in center field. Bases were loaded, uh, two outs, and uh, mm. went back, made a great catch, diving catch at, near the wall. Um, got banged up a little bit, and he had to leave the game. Talking about taking one for the team. Yeah, that was a heck of a catch. Wheeler took one for the team on that yeah, deal. and uh, – Glad to hear he's he's okay. They they did they did release that he was okay, and um, uh, I don't think he was at the ballpark. I don't know if he was at the ballpark or not, but he he was okay after that. Yeah, I you know I am sure, and and you know you're never going to speculate about things like this, but I'm I'm sure took a nasty fall. Um, he did did appear to maybe have, have gotten his bell rung there a little bit, you know, with with hitting his head. Um, you know, I am sure that once they, they, you know, the old dominion folks were there, um, on the scene and they, he got checked out. I'm sure they're going to have him checked out when they get him back here, uh, to Charlotte. Um, and you know, in anything you said would be speculation. So I, I think it's just probably safe to say that, uh, we'll see Patrick back on the field when, when they feel like he's, he's clear to do so. Right. I mean, right. they'll take it easy with those kinds of those kinds of things, and they should. Yep, just glad to have a positive update about him, and uh, yeah, glad he's doing okay. Yeah, so big, big, big play there. I, I honest, I was 
man, I, w- I was worried about whether or not he was going to get that ball or not, and he just he just dove at it, yeah, man. I mean, that's a huge catch. I mean, if he if he if he can't get to that, I mean, that could have been inside the Parker, even yeah. though and even those um, yeah those, yeah really those ODU guys were were saying it could be that yeah, yeah. so. Awesome play. So big team, big team, uh, big team series for the you know for the Niners this weekend. Yeah, they clinched clinched the series on Saturday. Um, went in on on Sunday, went for the sweep. Um, didn't didn't come, didn't just didn't work out, didn't work out for us on Sunday. Yeah, you uh, you notice we're not going to say a whole lot about that Sunday game. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know what what happened, but the Sunday game happened. <laughs> end up well. End up getting shortened seven innings. Uh, it was ten zero. Um, couldn't score and couldn't stop him from scoring. That's a synopsis of the game. You know, I, I think the, this this is this is the last thing I'll say about that game is that it's probably a good learning opportunity for us. You, you knew the, you know the guys that that road trips are tough anyway. You're sleeping sleeping in you know sleeping in in. You know, hotel bed and eating. You know, your your whole schedule's off. It's a whole different thing, set of challenges. Uh, and then you have a day like you did Saturday, with with the the you know the marathon, two games, finishing a game, and then playing a marathon game. Um, that has to take a toll on you, uh, just as far as your your mental your mental energy, your physical energy, your stamina. Um, but that is that's as real of a conference tournament. Scenario as as you can have because that's exactly what you're going to be doing in Hattiesburg. Yeah, just look at last year when he had those all those lightning delays. We're playing at two a.m. That's exactly right. Sleeping in a hotel room, eating up, up and down. Yeah, just the whole thing. And then on top of that, you got somebody waiting to try to you know knock you out of the tournament yeah. the next day. Um, so you know, I think that's probably a pretty important learning opportunity for for some of those younger guys that this is what it's going to be like. Yeah, not only for the rest of the league play, but when we get to when we get the conference, conference tournament, tournament time, that's maybe super regional or yeah. So that's regional. you know that's that's all I got to say about Sunday. Yeah, well, we got nine more weeks of that, so that's that's the first taste of it. So yeah. it's um, and I'll take it two two and one on the road. We hadn't had, I mean, we hadn't really been much very successful at Old Dominion uh, in the past. So yeah, we've had good. some real 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 nightmares there. So but yeah, it's good to. Good to get a series win at Old Dominion. They had they had they were hot. They were nine and one out of the last ten coming in, um, and uh, actually had the best record in our conference at that point. So yeah. um, good to uh, to start out the conference season like that. Yeah. All right. Start of the grind. Let's uh let's give some awards away, Kevin. These are these are highly anticipated, right? Yeah. Yes, we are highly anticipated. Highly anticipated players of the week. Why don't we uh, start with hitter of the week? All right. Um. You got like I said, the offense kind of exploded a little bit this weekend, so I got a lot of guys to choose from. Uh, Dom had a big week. Uh, uh, he had he had a big homer on against NC State and on uh, on Tuesday. Uh, Ober uh, had to be, he had started off the series with a, a home run. Um, <laughs> uh, he went five. Second, second pitch, I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a good way to start the game. But yeah, he was uh, he had five for sixteen on the weekend on the week. Um, Harris yet had a big week as usual. Um, seven for 16, five runs, three RBIs, a double. Um, Carson Johnson had a big week at the plate. Um, I think he had three doubles, uh, five RBIs. Um, but, uh, our hitter of the week this week is going to go to Todd Elwood. He batted 545 on the week, had hit in every game. Um, 
Uh, scored three runs, two ribbies, double. Uh, he made his first appearance in the field uh, this season for the Niners. Yeah, so that's that's hitter of the week slash welcome back to to full activity, Todd Elwood. <laughs> right, and he uh, he got thrown into it pretty quickly because uh, when Wheeler had a, when Wheeler got Wheeler got hurt, uh, Elwood had to move over to center and um, uh, play there for the, for the weekend. Yeah, his his presence in right field alone does does a lot for the club uh, with with the defense he brings out there, the different look it gives the lineup, um, and. I mean, several times this weekend. I mean, if 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 he hit the ball, they just couldn't get him out. Right. Um. He, there there were multiple multiple hits that he collected there where they were. It was just all about his speed, his foot speed, getting yeah. down the first baseline. Um. They they couldn't get the ball there fast enough. Yeah. I mean, he had an infield bunt single RBI in that uh, in that game too. It was beautiful too. It was. It was. <laughs> They just just couldn't get to him. Yeah. So congrats, Todd. Uh, welcome back. I hope glad your arm's doing great. And uh, um, welcome back to the lineup. Bragging rights for the week, Todd. You earned it, buddy. All right. Let's see who we got on pitcher of the week. All right. Uh, honorable mentions. Uh, McGowan had a, a pretty decent start on uh, game two. Um, the offense, a big, huge offensive series that we had. He was uh, he had a pretty good good start on Saturday. Um, Shanskowski, uh, we talked about him a little bit. Uh, big bounce back this weekend. Uh, pitched five and a third. Um, well, shutout ball kept us in that game and allowed us to come back and win at the end. Uh, but our Diamond Niner fans pitcher of the week this week is going to go to Chase Gooding. See goods. He had a he had a, I mean, he started the game midweek game against NC State and uh, he allowed one hit over three innings, zero earned runs. Uh, struck out three, had a couple good defensive plays as well. Um, then he came in on this weekend in relief, uh, picked up the win in game two, and uh, he pitched an inning in two thirds, uh, only gave up one hit and one run, and struck out three in that game as well. So, two two nice outings for him, and uh, congratulations, Chase. You're the Nominator fans pitcher of the week. An interesting fact about Chase is when when his playing career is over, he plans to take over this podcast. Oh, it does okay. Well, whose spot's he taking? Yours or mine? Well, I don't know because I think it's he and he and Bruce. So we're both. We got like we're on. Oh, and corporate will definitely take them over us. Yeah. Okay. Well, so we'll enjoy it while it lasts. Then so enjoy us while you can, folks, because eventually it's going to be Chase and Colby. You'll be getting an upgrade. Yeah. <laughs> yeah pretty much all right so congrats to, to to all those guys um after our discussion last week we're uh of, of sponsorship uh where producer brad what what did you say about sponsorship i'm for sale you're for sale um so after producer brad admitted that he's for sale um we we decided to do something a little different um uh, we actually are going to bring we're, we are going to bring aboard uh, a sponsor here this week there's a catch though there's a catch to the sponsor we didn't ask them <laughs> kind of not a sponsor but okay well i mean if we had asked them they would they would have said yes for sure i don't know you don't think so maybe I, they wouldn't be able to want to be associated with us well we don't care um to take it up with our lawyers we're gonna promote something here yeah so we got a sponsor that we didn't ask um we always bring you guys a look at what's going to happen this week. So now it is offic- unofficially, officially, 
The Charlotte 49ers Grand Slam Club look at the week ahead. And here's even a sponsor plug we got. Check this out. The Charlotte 49ers baseball team is proud to offer its fans a means of supporting the program directly through the Grand Slam Club. All contributions of the Grand Slam Club go directly back into the program as they continue their push towards a Conference USA Championship and the College World Series. Members receive exclusive gear and access to special events. For more information, visit charlotte49ers.com or call 704-687-4950. And that was excellent. Man. How about that? That was excellent. That was great. We got that's we you may never hear that again, folks. But the Grand Slam it, this is the Charlotte 49ers Grand Slam Club. Look at the week ahead. <laughs> all right. So here's what we got. All serious, all joking aside, uh joined the Grand Slam Club. It's it's great. Yeah, we were actually serious program. about that. But we weren't be we were also being serious about us not asking them. To use that. So, um, but still, join. Maybe if somebody joins because they heard it on here, maybe they'll let it stay. The Niners traveled to Wake Forest on Tuesday night. Um, so, another good, good in, in state, uh, out of conference matchup. Uh, Wake sits right now. They're 12 and nine. They took two of three from Boston College this weekend. Uh, I actually looked at this. They were, ACC started, um, uh, conference play a week last week. So they're in their, in their second week. So they took two or three, uh, from Boston College at home this weekend. Uh, coming into the season, they were picked to finish fifth in the Atlantic, uh, by ACC coaches. Um, there's so many baseball polls. Uh, I think there's five major baseball polls. Is that right? Yeah. They, they are ranked in none of them right now. Um, but they did start as high as 20th in the D1 baseball poll. So, um, on the season, they are three and three in weekday games, and that includes a couple of losses to Coastal down in Conway. So they've, they've played some tough games. Um, this will be, this will be a pretty interesting matchup, Kevin. Yeah, it uh, seems like we play Wake Forest every year for the past, I don't know, 10 years or so. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's always an easy day trip, and uh, hopefully we got a lot of Niners that are in the, the Winston area. Uh, hopefully they'll head over and check out the, the ball game on Tuesday. Yeah, a lot. We, there's just a lot of Niners, you know, the triad, but that, that 80, whole 85 corridor, there's there's a lot of folks up there. So we get a lot of players from up there, right? right? right. So there, there should at least be a, a, a Carter Foster cheering section right <laughs> yeah you would think so yeah so um looking at them um this is a pretty uh pretty stout offensive club some guys to look out for here um their left fielder chris lanzili i hope i did that right look right lanzili. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't know any different well that's right um He's uh he's all he's doing is batting three thirty seven uh with thirty one ribbies uh including friends and neighbors ten of them that he got today, Sunday, against Boston College. A school record, a Wake Forest record, 10 RBI in the Sunday game. That's that's a that's a run producer right there. That's that's getting it done. Um their first baseman, Bobby Seymour, all he does is bat 322, and he's got 24 ribbies, and their shortstop, Patrick Frick, batting 338 clip with 20 RBIs. So they got get three guys with 20 or more RBIs. Um and the the you you better be prepared to to play some defense against these guys. Yeah, sounds like they got. Well, they they were. I think we played them last year or the year before that. They were the top offense in the country. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, they've they've been known to to put some runs up. But uh, looking forward to that weekend mat, midweek matchup. Um, Should be fun. It's a good opportunity. Um, I hope to have a lot of Niners out there. 
I would think we would. Um, but as with always, especially this time of year, the weekend series is where it's at, and we got to go back into Conference USA play this yep. weekend. And we're back at the Hayes. Uh, Marshall's coming to town. Um, Marshall had a pretty uh, good weekend. They took two out of three from FIU. Um, uh, they're going to play uh, Virginia Tech Tuesday before heading to Charlotte. Uh, so, uh, picked to finish ninth, I believe, in our conference. Um, they had a pretty good record coming in. Last week, you asked if they were for real. Looks like they are uh, after taking two out of three from FIU. So, um, their ro- their weekend rotation is going to. Well, this is what they threw out there this weekend. Um, uh, their Friday starters, lefty uh, Joshua Shapiro. He's two and zero right now with a zero point three six ERA. That sounds familiar from last week. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. The ODU had a ODU uh, formerly point three four ERA. Yeah, now he's now he's. I don't know what he is now, but uh, it's not <laughs> it's not under one anymore. Uh, no. Um, but the next two guys, the Saturday and Sunday guys, they um they kind of had a rough outings this weekend, but um they went with uh, righty Zach McNeil on their Saturday to junior. He's one and one with three point seven four ERA, and uh, on Sunday they went with another righty, Philip Hoffman. He's a sophomore. He's one and zero with three point three eight ERA. So. Um. Yeah, that uh, they had a good weekend, and uh, we're sitting both we're sitting uh, at two and one, both in the conference. Uh, glad to be coming home, and they're going on the road. So uh, I think actually looking at the past matchups, we won seven straight against Marshall. So hope we keep that streak rolling. Um, They'll have some fans too. Yeah, they've got a good alumni base in Charlotte. Um, they got a lot of folks living around here, and I would think they. I don't know this, but. Um, they they may well organize some like an alumni event or something. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, there a lot are, of Marshall folks living around here. Yeah, they've got a lot of alum alums in this area. But uh, yeah, it's going to be it's going to be nice to be back at the Hayes, and uh, I'm sure we got some promos coming up this weekend. Uh, mm, baseball card. I'm sure there'll be a baseball card giveaway. Wonder who uh, it is this time. It'll be one of the seniors, I think. Yeah, well, meant to find that out. Um, I'm I mean. A couple thoughts here. One, if we had to guess, of course we guessed this last week, right? Go back to the standard rotation, knock on wood, Brooks, McGowan, Pinckney. But all things been equal, we don't. We would have said that last week too. Yeah, I'm not sure. They're, they're still mixing, mixing and matching again. So um, um, I guess we'll have to wait till Thursday to see what we're going to throw out there. I guess we'll all find out together. Um, other thing too, and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna even come close to remembering his name, but this is the um, the catcher that right. He would he um, him and uh, Yet were were kind of neck and neck for the conference um, first pa- team pass. pass I want to say Pastrana, but that's not right. I forget his name too, Nick. But yeah, he, he uh, I'm he, close, but I'm not right. <laughs> him and him and Yet were were. were Neck and neck for that uh, first team conference USA uh, catching spot. I think what you're saying is he was wrongfully given Harris's awards. Well, it's a, you know I'm right. Well, you might be right, but you are putting words in my mouth. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, you're going to miss me when <laughs> Chase Gooding takes my well, place. <laughs> I'm not going to be here either. So maybe maybe producer Brad will miss us. I don't know. <laughs> No, we're not even going to ask him. I don't want to hear that. I can't remember that guy's name, but yeah, he's. It's always him and Harris that are, are competing. Are you looking? Are you actually I'm, I'm getting a fact? To, I'm trying to. Um, 
It is Pastrana. Did I get it right? Reynaldo Pastrana. I'm sorry. He's a senior from Miami. Yeah. See here? I, you might be the one that's gone. Well. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a matchup to watch, catcher on catcher. So we got to see what they do head to head. You know where my money's going. Yeah, yeah. You know, let's take a look at uh, let's take a look at Conference USA for the week um, and see how we're we're shaping up here. Uh, seven and seven on midweek games, uh, one hundred five and eighty nine overall. Um, I will say this: that seven and seven, there were no real, don't really have a marquee win there. I think Rice went, uh, Rice split theirs. Southern Miss picked up another loss. Just just kind of some some weird things going on, um, but. We mentioned Conference RPI last week. Uh, Conference USA made actually a pretty big jump this last week. We're all the way as it stands right now. We get this stuff from WarrenNolan.com if you've ever checked out that site. Twelfth, um, rated twelfth in Conference RPI. So that's that's quite a big jump. I think we've been as low as twenty fourth. It's still early in the season for this kind of stuff, but now that we're getting into conference play, it's good to see those numbers moving in the positive direction. Right. Yeah. And in our, our RPI as well jumping up uh, quite a bit. Yeah, we this this week was was good RPI wise for us. Still too early to be talking about that stuff, right. really. But, it's, but it's, you can see it's starting to starting to form into yeah what we want it to be. Yeah, it's starting to normalize. I think last I checked, we were about one sixty five, which is is heading in the right direction. Yeah, we were we're two hundred plus there. Um, but the the interesting interesting things that happened this weekend uh, with it being conference matchups. Uh, Rice went to FAU and got swept. Right. I, I I would not have predicted a sweep in that series for either team, uh, and FAU made it happen. I can't I can't figure Rice out yet. Well, I mean, we've had had some good matchups at the top, supposed to be the top teams in our conference this weekend, and neither one of them went the way I thought. Well, and then if to, if you if you listen to their fans online, USM Southern Miss has a terrible team. This is uh, this is the worst team we've had in a decade. I mean, I've seen people out there making comments like this, and then they're bringing Louisiana Tech, who was looking like they might be the best team in the league, and then Southern Miss sweeps them. Yeah, yeah, I was I was in Ruston. I was surprised to see that for <laughs> sure. Yes, that was. Um... <laughs> I, it, neither one, neither one of those series make any sense. Yeah, I mean, what we were talking about last week was Louisiana Tech was was the the front runner going into the conference, and now they're zero and three. Yeah, and now they're yeah, having been swept at home yeah, by so, a team whose fans say that they're not very good. Yeah, if you look at the teams that are zero and three, you got Louisiana Tech and Rice down there with UAB. Yeah, um, I don't want to steal your thunder on them. No, that's that's it's it was an interesting first weekend. Yeah. And we're, I'm glad that we're on the, the the good side of that. Well, we're. I mean, you would have to say not to us, but but from a conference perspective, us going up there and getting a series win is a little bit of a surprise because if if Louisiana Tech looked like they might be the best team, Old Dominion was definitely the hottest team right. in the league, and now they're sitting there one and two. Yeah, they had the the best record out of all of our conference teams going into that week, weekend series. So yeah. Um, so we got so th- that those two those two went weird um, with FAU sweeping Rice and Southern Miss sweeping Louisiana Tech in Ruston. Um, 
Western Kentucky swept UAB at home, which I don't think anybody's been expecting a whole lot of Western Kentucky. That I wouldn't say that's like a shock, but I would have thought that UAB would – I would have picked UAB in that matchup right. over Western Kentucky, uh, even even it, at WKU. Um, Marshall got two out of three uh, at home from FIU, and Middle Tennessee got two of three from San Antonio down in Texas, oh. which I, I'm, I didn't think – I wouldn't. I wouldn't be an expert on that pick, but I'm probably would not have gone with Middle Tennessee on that. Yeah, I would have gone with the home team, but hey, it's 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 one week, man. One week in the uh, conference standings, and yeah, and and it's it's just going to get crazier. Uh, so as as weird as it is to say, as I mean, it's it's really ridiculous to say this, but um, this, every weekend is is a big matchup, but. Niners have got a big matchup going again here this weekend with with Marshall because that's that's it looks like Marshall's going to be one of the teams that we're fighting for for seeding. Right, and we're at home. You got to take care of your home turf, and uh, so it's it's even more important for for us to to, to um, go out there and take care of some business. Yeah. So if if you haven't uh, if you haven't been out to the haze or you're trying to figure out if you want to come out to the haze, definitely do that this weekend. This is a big matchup. Yep. Yeah, uh, there was Friday six. Yeah, six six three one six Friday six Saturday three and Sunday at one o'clock. Yeah, uh, unless well, well, we haven't checked. I haven't looked at the weather forecast. I don't even want to look at the weather yeah, forecast. I haven't either. But yeah, I mean, you mentioned weather again. Again, this week we had games affected by weather with this yeah. huge uh, postponement. But yeah, it's ridiculous. Um, r- real quick, uh, information is is getting a little hard to get at with uh, with minor league spring training being what it is. But you got uh, you got a pro niner nugget for us? Yeah, I just uh, came across some some uh, minor league rosters from the Yankees, and uh, looks like Josh Machesky's um, he's been working out with the Double A team down at uh, uh, the Trenton Trenton Thunder down in uh, spring training on the minor league field. So um, good to see that. Uh, usually, I guess the way that works is. Kind of if you're working with a double A team, you'll probably be assigned to the the A ball team, the, yeah. the high A team. So um, we'll see how it pans out. But uh, glad to see him working up with the double A team. That would be that would be a good start for Josh. Although selfishly, I'd like to see him in in Charleston. You know why? <laughs> yeah, they come to Kannapolis. So. Yeah, they they would come through here and go to Kannapolis. And if he goes to high A, which which is awesome, if he goes to high A, he won't. He'd be in the Florida State League. He'd be in the Florida State League. He wouldn't come. Wouldn't come through Kannapolis. So that would. That, I mean, that's just. That's just me being selfish. But we're, we and these these other guys are. Um, we've had some guys up, and information is kind of hard to get on or, or or get out of minor league camp. But the good news is, I think minor minor league opening day is what April fourth. I think like something like that. Sounds right. Ballpark. Right, yeah. yeah, April fourth. Um, so pretty soon we're gonna have rosters. Yeah. Yeah, and, and we'll, we'll yeah we'll we'll know where these guys are, and we'll be able to the real fun will start. We'll be able to start tracking right, these games. Yeah, have some uh, daily updates. Yeah. All right, folks, um, that's going to about do it for us. Uh, we appreciate all you guys out there. Uh, we're all working together to support the Charlotte Forty ers baseball program, so it's good to have you on the team. Uh, we love hearing from you guys. Feel free to reach out to us. Um, always on Twitter at Diamond Nine ER Fans, uh, Diamond Niner Fans on Facebook. Uh, you can also email us at Diamond Nine ERS Fans at Gmail dot com. Um, and even if you're like old fashioned, like Kevin and myself, you can just say hi to us when you see us at the ball game. We love doing that kind of stuff. So. Um, 
look for this podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Uh, we always tweet the link out and put it on Facebook, but you can find us on iTunes, on Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, et cetera, et cetera. So if you've got a place you like to get your podcast, search for us there, and don't forget to subscribe so you'll get a notification whenever there's new content. Kevin, final thoughts? Uh, good week for the Niners. Uh, awesome to get that uh, first series win. Conference will say series win under our belt. Glad to be in conference play now. Yeah. Fun time of year. All right, everybody. We're out of time for this week. Until next time, we will see you at the Hayes.